Fake gladiators in Rome have been arrested for extorting tourists. A father took his nine-year-old son to Hooters following good grades. And Japan fans impress by cleaning up a stadium following a World Cup victory. These are the weird stories for Wednesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast in existence. The only daily weird news podcast. And we go, we go five days a week, even when I'm sick, guys. Here you go. Fake gladiators have been arrested in Rome following tourist extortion. Usually it's the tourists behaving badly in Italy. But this time, three men have been accused of crimes outside the Colosseum. They are local men. They've been arrested on suspicion of extortion after they dressed up as gladiators and centurions and demanded some money from tourists for their imperial selfies, which, according to the arrest report, they had actually asked the tourists to take. This sort of sounds like those fake Spider-Man, Batman characters on the Hollywood Walk of Fame that you see? Have you guys been to the Hollywood Walk of Fame? It's a trash receptacle, basically, with some famous names on the sidewalk. (laughs) It's terrible. Anyways, it's filled with these people dressing up as superheroes, taking photos with tourists, and asking for money. And this seems common to me in very populated tourist areas. But perhaps in Rome, they don't put up with this. The ones in... In the Hollywood area, I have to say, um, quite sketchy. I mean, you're lucky to just get out of it losing your money. I mean, I feel like these people are going to stab you. (laughs) If you don't catch a disease from the Batman on the Hollywood walk, I think you're doing okay, guys. Now, according to the report, these men of Rome, these Roman men. Now, according to the report, these Roman men dressed as gladiators. They would allegedly invite their tourist victims. (laughs) They call them victims to take what they're calling an imperial selfie with them outside the Colosseum. And then they demand money, sometimes using threats, sometimes violence. Oh, my goodness. Well, they do have swords and other weapons, I assume. Like, you better pay me for that or I'm going to strike you with my morning star. One particular Italian tourist was very angry. The tourist claims uh, he was asked for 40 euros after the selfie when he said no Two of the gladiators surrounded him, threatening to beat him up. They allegedly extorted 150 euros from him after that. Then there's the story of an Irish tourist who refused to pay the gladiators, claiming that he had no money. Well, apparently these gladiators marched him to a nearby ATM where they, quote, jostled him. I don't know what jostled means, but it sounds like... A nice way to spend some time with someone. Ooh, I haven't been jostled in a long time. If anyone wants to jostle me. (laughs) The victim had to withdraw 200 euros from the ATM and hand it over to the nasty gladiators. And then the gladiators demanded more. They forced him to extract another 50 euros. Otherwise, they would throw him to the lions. And don't get me started on what these gladiators did to the Christians in the area. (laughs) All right, I'm, I'm laughing, but this is pretty awful that they're doing that i mean the weirdos at the hollywood joint and even in times square they don't drag you to an atm yeah it says here uh, the local police were helped by rome's public prosecutor's office they identified the three gladiators and have obtained what's called a precautionary measure regarding them two have actually been placed under house arrest and one held in custody 
Now it says here, this is nothing new. These Rome fake gladiators. Now it says here, this is nothing new. The Roman fake gladiators, who are in fact usually dressed as centurions, soldiers rather than actual gladiators, they have long been a problem in the area with many tourists snapping photos with them blissfully unaware that they are going to be charged for that photo or off with their head. It is actually illegal to make tourists pay for photos, in case you're wondering, though these gladiators seem to have not got the memo. In January, I guess that's of uh, nearly a year ago, two Romans were fined 13,000 euros when they were caught charging tourists for some photos, and their costumes were confiscated. How about that? Also, in 2015, a Romanian television crew filming the Centurions was actually robbed when they refused to pay for the video footage. Another Centurion pulled up his tunic and made obscene gestures at the crew. Ooh, that sounds awful. Because from my understanding, the traditional Roman outfit uh, features nothing under that tunic. So my guess is this Centurion waved around his other sword at the film crew. Ooh. Hijinks ensue outside the Colosseum. A father took his nine-year-old son to Hooters as a reward for a good report card at school. This is a bit of a controversial story. Um, it's about a week old. I wanted to cover it, but couldn't fit it in. So I want to do it because I believe it'll spark some conversation among the listeners. Maybe I'll get some calls on, on this because I'm sure you have an opinion. A nine-year-old boy who recently earned a very good school report was taken to Hooters by his father as a reward. Sounds great. At nine years old, I would have loved to have gone to Hooters. At nine years old, I knew they existed, but I had never seen one. Uh, we have Buddy Edwards, who is from Liverpool. Buddy got the trip of a lifetime, this nine-year-old. Got to go to Hooters and see some Hooters. Um, his father, Paul, age 36, took his son down to the city's new Hooters outlet to celebrate the family's success. Yeah, I guess technically that is a family success when the kids are getting good grades in school. You know, you're hoping for a scholarship, maybe save you some money on college tuition. Uh, famous for its burgers, beers, and scantily dressed young women. Scantily. I would argue not really scantily dressed any longer. Maybe in 1970 that was considered scant scantily dressed. They're wearing shorts and a tank top. I mean, albeit a tight tank top, but I mean, come on now. This isn't exactly scantily dressed. I've seen more scantily dressed women on national beer commercials than at a Hooters for crying out loud. I mean, come on now. Uh, Hooters, it says here, isn't the stereotypical destination for a child who will remain as such for the next nine years but i you know they allow kids in hooters so i mean no laws are being broken says here liverpool is the second city in the uk alongside nottingham to get one of the famous u.s dining spots i love how hooters is spreading throughout the world sorry rest of the world you have to put up with hooters <laughs> i'd imagine in europe where people are more lax on their sexuality over there they go to a Hooters and they're probably pretty disappointed that the girls are so clothed, <laughs> I'd imagine, right? Um, Father Paul says that his intelligent son, Buddy, didn't think Hooters was real. <laughs> and so he took him there to prove that it actually existed. Uh, my guess is 
Buddy really knew that it was real because, you know, the internet now can prove to you that it's real. And he was just trying to trick his dad into taking him to Hooters. I would try this again uh, next season, but I would up it to like a, you know, a a breast bar. I was going to say the T word bar, but that might be offensive to the children in the room right now. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I mean, nice little trick to play on your pops. Get them to take you to the Hooters. But hey, if you're getting great grades, man, you need to be rewarded. And at nine years old, he's probably already been to Chuck E. Cheese, right? I don't even know if there's Chuck E. Cheese over there in the UK. Is there? Uh, Now, you're probably wondering, how did the mother respond to this activity? Uh, Well, she was totally supportive. She actually dropped them off at the Hooters, (laughs) which is nice. Especially if you're the husband, because you can get totally cocked. Because you're getting a ride home. They watched some World Cup at the Hooters, which is a really great place to watch sports. They do have excellent wings and usually a good deal on pictures of brouhaha. The food is, you know, it's okay. It's okay. It's bar food, but yeah, Hooters are great, man, at the end of the day. And not a very scandalous place, in my opinion, to take a young boy. But I'm not a parent, so what do you guys think of this? Call the show. Those of you who are parents, 646-450-2012. During the World Cup, Japan fans impress everyone by cleaning up the stadium. How about that? After a heated World Cup match, the stands are usually left with food waste, cups, and wrappers scattered in the heat of the moment. No beer bottles, though, because it's not allowed at the World Cup, as I covered already in a previous story. Japanese fans certainly had reason to go wild this past Tuesday night. They won their opening game, beating Colombia 2-1 and securing the team's first victory against a South American opponent ever. But after the team swept Colombia off the pitch, Japanese fans also did their share of sweeping, meticulously cleaning up their rows and seats in the stadium. Equipped with large rubbish bags that they actually brought along themselves, the fans marched through the rows picking up trash to leave the place just as neat as they found it when they arrived. There's a quote here from a Japan-based football journalist named Scott. It's not just part of the football culture, but part of Japanese culture. You often hear people say that football is a reflection of culture. An important aspect of Japanese society is making sure that everything is absolutely clean. And that's the case in all sporting events and certainly also in football sporting events. In fact, this is a habit drilled into Japanese people from early childhood, believe it or not. Cleaning up after football matches is an extension of basic behaviors that are taught in Japanese school, where the children clean their school classrooms and hallways all the time. With constant reminders throughout childhood, these behaviors become habits for much of the population, and you'll see that if you visit Japan yourself. In addition to their heightened consciousness of the need to be clean and to recycle, cleaning up at events like the World Cup is a way Japanese fans demonstrate pride in their way of life and share it with the rest of us. What better place to make a statement about the need to care responsibly for the planet than at the World Cup? Now, I know that to some this may sound bland and boring, but this is the reality of a country that's built on respect and politeness and cleanliness. And this simply... Now I know to some they may Now I know to some all this behavior may sound bland and boring but this is the reality of a country that's built on respect 
and politeness and cleanliness. And this simply extends to doing respectful things when they go to events, such as football. I think it's a wonderful thing. Oh, yes, I totally agree. This is a wonderful thing. And I like how they just showed the world that it's a wonderful thing because I've been telling people since I've been back from Japan how clean the place is. Not only is it super clean everywhere you go, there, you'd be hard-pressed to find trash bins in public. I remember on multiple occasions when I was in Japan looking for a trash bin to throw something away. They really don't exist. Not like you see here in the U.S. You find trash bins on the street corners and in subways, public transportation places, outside of buildings all the time. Trash bins. Sadly, oftentimes you'll find the trash bin with the trash laying on the ground next to it. Uh, as though all we could muster up in our effort to be clean was kind of get to the vicinity of the trash bin and throw it in there. And if we miss, we just leave it there. That's sort of the American way, right? Uh, well, in Japan, for some reason, hardly any trash bins, yet the streets, you could eat off them. So it, it made me realize that uh, I think they are so, like, clean conscious that even when they have a small piece of trash, there's no bin around. They actually keep it on their person until they're, they get to their home or their workplace or some other place where they actually have a trash bin. So that's even a whole other level of conscientiousness. You understand what I'm getting at here? A whole other level um, where they, they say, you know what, I'm going to be uncomfortable for a little while holding this empty soda can or whatever, and I'm going to make sure I throw it away when I get home later. It may be an hour from now, but whatever. I'll just hold on to it. I mean, you don't see that kind of behavior, certainly in my country. And, and especially following sporting events where we like take pride in trashing the joint when our team wins. Lighting cars on fire is a thing as well. Uh, it's like in Philadelphia, they had to grease the lampposts during the World Series. You certainly don't see that after American sporting events. You, I mean, we trash the place, whether our team wins or loses. You certainly don't see that at American sporting events. We kind of take pride in trashing the place and the streets surrounding the stadium following a loss or even a win. We'll burn down cars and other structures after a win. It's pretty crazy. So I applaud the Japanese football fans for sure. How wonderful, right? We need more of this in the world for sure. And now, presenting the outro. Hello, everybody. It's your host, Jonesy. Thanks for spending some time with me in Weird AF News today. I think it was a very good episode, I have to say. Not as many jokes as I would have liked, but we learned a lot about the world, didn't we? Maybe you felt a little better about yourself as well. Uh, it's certainly better than mainstream news, which can be quite debilitating on your mental state and your physical health, I would argue. Perhaps it leads you to do some extra drinking, and that's no bueno. Uh, I want to give a big shout-out to Josh G. from Vegas. Old school, OG fan of the show, very supportive. Has, um, has bought me some coffees for the holiday season. And wrote a nice little note to me. Jonesy, your news, rants, company, and everything are all awesome. Despite this being for coffee, please get some rest. Before you take care of anyone or anything else, you have to take care of yourself first, Jonesy. Or you'll eventually won't be able to take care of anything. Prioritize yourself, Jonesy, and rest up, my friend, Josh G. Oh, thank you. Josh frequently writes me lovely emails that really make me feel good about 
what I'm doing and who I am. And that, it makes me feel appreciated as well. Josh G, I'm going to definitely get, I'm getting rest. I'm doing, I'm getting some rest, but um, I still can't seem to kick this thing, which is um, concerning because I have a lot of shows um, like every night this week. And then I go to Dallas next week for shows. So got to get better, man. Uh, I am in Dallas from the 8th to the 11th. I've been told by uh, a listener that most of the shows have sold out already, but uh, if, if you want to drop me an email, funnyjones at gmail.com, I can send you the information. I'll be at TK's Comedy Club, which is in Addison, which is North Dallas, from my understanding. I don't know much about Dallas. Those of you in the Dallas area, if you'd like to send me some suggestions on where I should go for a barbecue or a steak, or maybe there's some sort of weird... A tourist attraction that I should check out. I like weird stuff, guys. The weirder, the better. For instance, uh, what is an example of something weird that I would love to go to? So, all right. So in Los Angeles now, we just have the, it just, it just arrived. We have the Museum of Medieval Torture. So I'm going to go to that. I got a couple tickets to that. <laughs> so I love stuff like that. You know what I mean? That's what I'm really into. Uh, I love ghost walking tours. Those are great. Nice and creepy. Anything like that. So hit me up to my email if you have any suggestions. If you want to call the show, 646-450-2012. I got some emails. That, oh, let, me, let me breeze through these. Hold on a second. Hold on. Bear with me. Bear with me. I meant to give a shout-out to uh, Yusui Takami, who uh, oh, it says that this person's name is actually Cass, and they are somewhere in the USA, but they didn't tell me where. Said, big fan of the show. I'd love a shout-out. Like, oh, yeah, sure. I'll give you a shout-out. So big shout-out to Kaz. Um, also, we have here an email from Michael Horitzauer. Um, Horitzauer, yes. I believe I said that right. Michael's from Cape Town, South Africa. Michael wrote, uh, Hey, Jonesy, I listen to your podcast religiously every day and also download as many as I can so I can listen to them on my daily route which uh, uh, between visiting customers as a sales rep. I recently started this job after leaving my job of 20 years. Keep a lookout for the coffees, bro. I'm going to be supporting now that I can actually afford it. Your podcast is one of the few things that makes me genuinely smile and chuckle occasionally as I avoid the Cape Town taxis on the road. Michael Horitzauer. He also wrote, uh, feel free to attempt to pronounce my name. You crack me up with these. Yeah, because I always mispronounce <laughs> these names. I think I nailed it, though, right? Horitzer? Horitzauer. Yeah. I'm doing my best, Michael. <laughs> Thank you so much for the email and the support. I appreciate that very, very much. Also, a big shout-out to uh, veterinary nurse Joy Deer, who's been writing me some lovely emails, um, saying, I really enjoy your funny songs, especially the Alligators Everywhere song. It's one of my favorites. All your extra input, Jonesy, like your off-the-cuff opinions that we all feel, but you actually say it out loud. And the fact that you actually remember your fans, write them back, you mention us, you give birthday shout-outs, etc. It shows your passion, not only for Weird AF News, but your passion in us, Weird AF people, us fans who interact with you and the show. I don't care how much others try to act like they care about their fans. We the fans, the people, we can tell by all that you do, Jonesy. And you're not even trying to prove it. You're a genuinely good person, genuinely funny. And that's why you've got so many people who love who you are and what you do for people. It's making us think about news of the world and to lighten up about our lives and not take our little personal issues so seriously. We humans need to know and be reminded of that quite often. Um, always listening, gratefully and respectively. Respectfully yours, Vet Tech Nurse Joy. 
And I have to say, I'm very touched by that email for sure. That was really lovely, Nurse Joy. I, I very much appreciate that. It made me feel amazing, despite not feeling so so good today. Uh, okay, you guys got all the info. If you want to support the show, buy me coffees or whatever, like Josh G, uh, go to weirdafnews.com and click on the Buy Jonesy a Coffee banner or join the Patreon. That's a good way to do it. Patreon.com slash weirdafnews or click on the Patreon banner on the website or download the Patreon app and do a search for Weird AF News. Jonesy, this is Morgan. I hail from the beautiful Black Hills of Rapid City, South Dakota. Wanted to let you know I was forcefully introduced to your podcast at first. You know, I like to talk a lot of shit at you, saying, what the fu- what the heck are you talking about, dude? Like, get to the point. But you know what? You wore off on me. And I'm addicted. I can't stop listening. Every morning, I had to switch you up from the last podcast to second podcast, after this day in history, of course. But the reason of my calling, I just wanted to put a little bit of my two cents in regarding your little automated robot situation. Have you ever seen the movie iRobot or Centennial Man or any of those other AI movies where the robots decide, hmm, I am better than these scoundrels. We should probably execute all of them and take over the world. I mean, I don't know. It it, it could be Hollywood. It could be foresight. I see nothing good of it. I I don't think the better interest of our community is in mind. I think this is just a cop-out for the cops. Like you said, let's get some mental health for these people. Let's get them off the street. Let's get them some clothes, a shave, a job interview. Why why are we locking all these people up? Why are we killing them? Do we do we really have that bad of a population problem that we need to just kill off the people that you don't deem worthy? Anyway, that that's my two cents. But uh yeah. I've always been a good listener man and been procrastinating calling in. Not gonna lie, I just got out of the shower, said, mm, you know, should probably give him my two cents. Cause that robot situation, it just kinda pissed me off. Anywho, thanks for uh giving me something to look forward to. Always have the podcast playing in the morning. I forced it upon a few friends and turned them into some believers too, so from one weirdo to the next, keep keeping it weird, man. Hey, fellow weirdos, it's Michael calling from Iowa City. And I just want to remind everyone, you know, we've just had Thanksgiving and then Black Friday, uh, Small Business Saturday, Shop Local Sunday, Cyber Monday. Yesterday was Giving Tuesday. And now today is Weird News Wednesday, which means you should consider making a donation to Jonesy um, for the Thanks for Giving campaign. And please make a donation if you're if you're so inclined to uh, help support him in this five-day-a-week podcast that he makes. Now, he admitted yesterday that he didn't have COVID, but that he was sick, and clearly he was delirious 
with uh, fever and temperature because I did take his temperature psychically and he definitely was hot blooded. I could check it and see that he had a fever of 103. So come on, baby, make a donation because uh, he was clearly out of his mind delirious because he was saying things like, if you donated to him, the pearly gates would open and you could get into heaven. Uh, you know, that's not how you do it. And, and Jonesy knows better. But, you know, with his delirium, he was saying things like that. I can tell you a little bit about how to get into heaven, and it's not that way. You know, it says in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 4, that you have faith in God, and then by believing in him, God's grace will get you into heaven. It's not your good deeds. So, um, you know, even though I'm willing to make a matching donation of uh, $5 for every new Patreon member that joins, and uh, for a $2 matching donation for every new um, a cup of coffee that's bought for Jonesy, and every uh, every PayPal donation, my good deeds of doing that up to a $200 dollar maximum donation my good deed there isn't going to get me into heaven it's uh you know god's grace that gets us into heaven and jonesy knows that too because for many many years he was a good old catholic boy and and he knows that as well but people if you're just listening one time to this podcast and you're going to write a nasty uh review that says oh this guy thinks you get into heaven by making a donation to him or something like that. No, 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 no. Jonesy knows better. You've got to remember that this is a weird news podcast, that Jonesy's a professional comedian, and that this is a comedy podcast overall. Come on, people, lighten up. Comedy is not pretty. <laughs> and really, comedy is, is not fun for people doing it. Comedy is hard work, so come on. Think about making the donation. We want to reward Jonesy for his hard work. And 